So he flips out, and I'm like, dude, you're angry. And he's like, I'm the mayor! Roar! This is The Universe, episode 21, Stay High, on September 5th, 2013. And now, with more Latrinos, with co-host Ryan Rampersad and guest Matthew Petchel and Ian Buck. How's it going? Oh, it's good. How about you? I'm doing well. Really? It's time for the universe. Oh, it's what? It's universal time. The what time? Universal time. UTC thing. Mm-hmm. Space Command 2. International, universal, and everything. Time for the show. Wow. Are, are we in daylight savings time? No. No, no. that's next month. No, and, and okay. UTC doesn't have daylight savings. Really? No. It, it has eclipse savings. Only oh, available for... It's a great IDE. Only IDE. No, it's yeah. fine. Only available for four hours every few years. <sighs> kind of like my uh, cell coverage. Oh, 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 well, that's pretty bad. Four hours a day. When, anyway, the, so when the satellite is right over you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, when the satellite's right over me, my, my phone works a little bit better. Hey, do you remember? The, the air gap between the atmosphere <laughs> and the satellite is what does it. It gives it clear toneness. Well, welcome to the air gap and welcome to the universe. What episode is this? Episode 21. 21? 21. Wow. Yeah, wow, for a two-year-old. Like how old I am. Is he mm, drunk? I don't know. He's huh? not drunk. No, that, wait. Wait, do you mean the original? What? What? Okay. No, what? That's all right. Yeah, don't worry about it. So, uh, how's it in Morris these days, Ian? It's pretty quiet. Yeah. We, we had a, uh, a storm last time we recorded 8-bit. Since then, nothing's really happened. Yeah, so I just have a tally going, because we, episode 12, we did a show together, and um, that was a, quite a, some time ago, and I'm just curious, how many incidents have you had with your car since then? <laughs> Let's see, uh, well, there was, on my way up here, I blew out one of the tires um, back in uh, spring break, I went into a ditch, uh, oh yeah, right before going home over the summer, one of my tires went flat and I had to replace it, um... Do we want to count the one in the van that wasn't my car, but I was in the car when we blew out one of those tires? Yes. Okay. So I think we're up to like five. Wow. Okay. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's uh, it's quite a few times. Have you ever had a tire detach and leave the heliosphere? No, not quite. Mm. What about the heliopause? It may have made it all the way there. Okay. But, but now, did it leave ten times in the same three years? <laughs> I haven't been keeping track. Yeah, I know. I stopped keeping track after ten, too. Yeah. I mean, I blew a tire off one of my cars once, and then it, it went flying, and it ran into a Higgs boson and exploded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's an explosive. They were found, by the way. Mm, well, in, I, the, in the times since we last did it, a show. It's proved real, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's been so long since we've done a show, maybe we should introduce ourselves in the show again. Because, you know, like... Oh! Like, like, you know, I, I, I guess out of being out of this, like, I don't know, primordial slime, we have to like, you know, what shake if, off and see what if are. someone was only using the feeds which i broke last week so it doesn't matter but what if somebody was only using the feeds and this is the first episode they've listened to in basically six months yeah so uh, they are at once our most dedicated and least dedicated fans well so i guess we'll begin here this is the universe this is a show where we talk about science among other things 
mostly just the among other things. That's what we talk about. And yeah. of course, I am the original co-host, Ryan Rampersad. I'm the fat guy I'm... who expanded into the show. I'm Ian Buck, who wandered in. Yeah, that uh, pretty much sums it up. Well, it's not very uh, credential-based, is it? No. Uh, none of us are an astrophysicist, an actual scientist. I uh, wish I was an actual on. scientist. Computer science, it's a science. Yeah, but we didn't get there yet. Nah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a professional outfitter. Okay, then. College goods. Uh, so you're uh, outfitting those kind of goods. Oh, you have no idea. I, I don't know. In every different color. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I share a story? If you'd like to. All right, so St. Cloud is in Michelle Bachman territory, and everyone is there who's politically insane and stupid. The mayor is named Bill Buttface. Um, I can't say his name because I don't want him to actually come and shoot me. Either way, two days ago, he orders a shirt um, from us. So we mail him one. Um, so we all shirts have a different skew on them. Well, there's an error in the skew, so this, the, he wanted an extra large, but he got a small, because mm. all of them had the same skews for some reason, because the label was labeling right. wrong. Yeah. So he flips out, and I'm like, dude, you're angry. And he's like, I'm the mayor! Roar! And I'm just like, okay, hanging up on you. And then so he calls back, and uh, like now he wants to talk to the manager, and I'm like, dude... I don't care, minimum wage job, you're annoying, shut up. And then so he starts giving me this whole big spiel about his time and that. so all these other things. And so I tell him, I will personally f- fix this for him if he comes here and exchanges it. He's like, I'm, but I'm mayoring up in St. Cloud. And, I, and he's like. And so I just passed the phone off and uh, he never got a shirt. Wow. That's hilarious. That is uh, pretty impressive. So, um. Yeah. Very scientific. Not not so much actually. But you know we do it. That we, was fun though. Yeah. <laughs> you, you went back to college this week. Both of you did. What did you guys do? Well, but see, we have shows that we talk about those things on. Yeah, but they're not here. You you, yeah. you, you save the best details about your life for this show. No, I think nobody's say, gonna listen. Uh, I think, you could share your innermost uh, I, I dirtiest think... thought. No, that's what you do. Now, I think I will, because you have the goods, the college goods. I do. Uh, I think I will save my uh, college good thoughts. Hey, Ian, do you want to practice saying your college thoughts? Oh. Right now? Come on, say what happened this week. What first didn't happen this week? Uh, no, actually, this is my second week back, because we start early. No, you suck. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but pretend it was your first week. Oh. Pretend this is the first week. time you're oh, leaving Oh, my school. gosh. There are so many freshmen around. Apparently, this is like the biggest class that we've had in many, many years. And uh, I don't know any of them, and none of them know me. And so I see all these people around on this you know, tiny campus of 1,700 people, and suddenly I don't know anybody, and it's really weird. It's weird, because I, I, I went back to college this week, too, and I uh, walk around, and I don't even think, like, it doesn't even occur to me that anyone is a freshman, because... If you basically go to a new building somewhere on campus, like you have a class that you haven't had a class in at a building before, you basically you're lost. Because the buildings are huge and who knows where it is on campus. It's weird because I don't think of people as freshmen. Do you think I, I had a few. They have beards. Like, how can you tell? <laughs> well, yeah. the freshmen are the only ones who are lost on campus right now. Well, maybe on your campus, but our campus is yeah. gigantic, so everybody's perpetually lost. I know a few people from Morris who, uh, you know, went and took classes at the Twin Cities over the summer, and they absolutely hated it. Yeah, because it's too big. Yep, and, like, none of their professors knew them, and they couldn't get to know anybody. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that's not a bad thing, that's okay. Nah. 
You don't want your professors. It's kind of, it's kind of nice know. when you're comfortable enough with your professors for them to flick you off. Yeah, well, that's a special relationship only reserved to Ian Bucks in the world. I got yep. a personal email from Ryan saying, go read your blog about that one. Like, he sent me an email saying, you have to read this. I don't, I don't know if he blogged about that. He I blogged, did not. It was Google Plus link then. Whatever. You you sent me a link saying, read this from Ian. Yeah, I might have. I don't know. What? Must have been something else. It happens. Uh, no, you don't send me. Oh, crap. You do send me stuff every day. Me? Why do you have to talk to me? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I bet it was the car actually i i did send him the link I got to the, the car. car one but i also got the grep you because because when i sent him the car one he said oh i bet ian buck's going to put his arm in the door and slam it just like that it yeah he will one in 700 chance that he's gonna do it so, so do do we want to talk about this news stuff? Or? Yeah, I oh, heard uh, we had uh, kind of some news that material. You know, because I, I don't know anything about this uh, science news. That's kind of a foreign concept. So why don't somebody will have to walk me through this. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Oh, so the first story we got is about some rhinos. Rhinos. So some uh, Sutton rhinos are going to go extinct unless these brothers. Some what rhinos? Some tarn rhinos. Okay. We're trying to do a show here, and you're pausing. You're you're ruining the flow. Really, I think the show had no flow because that's the point. I, I think. So, you, speaking you... of flow in the moment, so the brother has to <laughs> mate with his sister in order to save the species because there's so few of them left. So, uh, I mean, we'll know in because they have a long pregnancy period, like it's over a year because the rhinos are big and they have to like incubate for a while. So hopefully in like uh, 13 months, we get to hear some uh, baby rhino stories. I don't think that's so odd. I mean, if they need to make more rhinos, that's pretty much all their choice can be. Well, I I think that, uh, I don't know. So here's another way of looking at it. Matt, Mm -hmm. if there were less than 100 people left on the world and and you and your sister were the only humans left on this continent, Mm -hmm. would you bang her? No. Well, then, what makes you think the rhinos want to? I don't think they want to. Oh. I don't know if they necessarily know or choice. care. Yeah, that too. Right. <laughs> they want rhinos to look at. People want them to live. I mean, what else are they going to look at? Kangaroos or something? Any, I don't know. Any other animals uh, yeah, in the zoo? Yeah. Uh, not, a, not all of them have horns, horns though. So it may, may, People are kind of horny these days. Yeah. Really you, know, you know how it is. Yeah. Well, you know what animal doesn't have horns? No. Horses. Really? No, they don't. But horses uh, can be cloned, of course, just like any other animal. And apparently, uh, you now have to, the, the horse associations have to add cloned horses and their offspring to their uh, prestigious registry as ordered by a federal judge. Wow, that's cold. Uh, you know, that's okay. That's probably a good thing. That's a, that's, that's a good thing? Probably. Yeah. So, first of all, why do they even have a registry of horses? Well, so that you maintain a list of which ones are purebred and which ones are fake, and uh, you know, so because there's those... people care about that kind of thing. Yeah, because like What's horses are big horse? money. Well, one that's bred inappropriately. You saw those royal horses, you know. Oh, so one night after we were wa- so me and Ryan were watching Pokemon, and we so we we had it on these VHS tapes, and we were out of VHS tapes, and we just turned on channel two. And it's this thing about this guy who's like, okay, so. We, we're in Britain, and we got horses, and we got cameras, and we got this blindfold, and they're going to mate now. So so basically, it was the royal, the British royal family's, you know... What horse is, mating thing. Yeah, horse mating. And breeding. they did not censor it. No, 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 no censoring. Um, so, I mean, I didn't see the rhino video of this, but the horse video is kind of funny to watch. 
That's what I hear. I've always wondered how horses do it because horse penises are enormous. Uh, like uh, they're they're really tall and they're just standing on their back legs and they're just tall. It's it's weird to watch. You could probably go to um, YouTube, YouTube and uh, find it <laughs> or Io Nine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I heard you had a cool story about um, some Android apps. No, I didn't put that there. I don't know what you're talking about. But I want you to talk about it. Yeah, but I don't think <laughs> about it, dude. You run it on your laptop. What? The SETI at home. Is that what this is? That's the second well, story. This um, is different than SETI at home, though, isn't it? Not um, really, if you hybrid the way I want you to. Well, I, I guess it is somewhat similar. So instead of being um, Bonic, which is a stupid word, so that's fine. So I used to run um, Bonic for SETI at home on um, the computer that Matt's using. And so it would, just, it would just run over there in the background, and then whenever we need to use the computer, we could just turn it off. Um, a few months ago, maybe weeks... You should weeks, probably explain what Bonic for SETI at home does. It doesn't do anything itself. SETI at home does it all. SETI at home just, you know, uh, looks at SETI data, looks for series of patterns that look smart and intelligently designed, and then if it does, it will ping a server somewhere and say, big week. More or less. Uh, then, then the Bonic itself, I guess, just keeps track of your score, which is irrelevant. Uh, a few weeks ago, they released the cell phone version, which is clever, uh, so you you need a Wi-Fi connection. I think you need a 3G connection. Did you did you need mobile for that? No, just uh, okay, Wi-Fi. just just Wi-Fi. Just um, and then you also need a consistent power source. So you can't do it on battery, which is probably a good idea. Yeah, because it would swamp your battery. But basically, it would do the same thing. So if you did SETI at home on your phone, your phone would be looking for extraterrestrial life. So that that would be fun too. So what what does this new app do differently? Uh, well, this one is for fight AIDS at home instead of SETI at home. So I guess it's looking for a cure for AIDS. Yeah, uh, apparently the the platform is basically a clone of Bonek, uh, and the first one is just the cure for AIDS. Yeah, it just does different computations now. Yeah, which so the user interface is the same. It's and... not really impressive, and I don't know who's going to ever run these things. In fact, I'm curious. Yeah, Google who runs this. Uh, yeah, no. I'm, what I was going to run is to see uh, how many, um downloads there are for the Bonic Android app. I find it very odd that they're doing this on mobile devices because mobile devices, uh, of course, have very, very low clocked GP- or CPUs right. on purpose. You just exactly. don't have a because... Snapdragon. <laughs> Even if you had a Snapdragon, it wouldn't be that exciting. So let's see. Is there a way to see the number of downloads? Because I'm basically blind. So according to the Google Play Store uh, for the Bonic thingamajig that the app there's between 10,000 and 50,000 installs uh, and i'm guessing a lot fewer than that are actually running concurrently although this actually might be a good idea because um i can tell you that you know your typical user of a phone isn't going to you know shut down their phone overnight so this would basically only be running while they're asleep right in theory that's what i and- would assume yeah and your your typical user also probably does not leave their computer on you know overnight because it's a laptop, the right? User has a laptop, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So this actually might be a better idea than you know the SETI at home for the desktop because people don't just use desktops anymore and leave them on. No, I wonder uh, how invasive this and Bonic is. Like if it leaves little things in the um, notification tray, 
or if, if it, it, did, uh, it had to be destroyed. Yeah, like that's what I mean. So like, if actually if it, it looks like it does leave something in the notification tray like from it, that picture that they put on the article. Right. So if it's not running, does it still leave crap in the tray? Because that would kill me and make it unusable. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. Uh, either way, this new one will not do any better. Yeah. So we want to talk something about want to talk about something not being used anymore? Sure. What is it? Yeah. So. A long, long time ago, in somewhere south of here in the United States, military built the Air Force built this really long, two mile long fence array thing of uh, satellite things to see what's coming at Earth. Really? And so um, there's this cool little space fence that's been tracking all the things and you know, just floating around, seeing what's gonna if the satellite's gonna drop out and burn up in our atmosphere. How or does not. that work? I was gonna say demon magic, but it looks more like a defense magic. Because it literally does look like a fence. Yeah, I know. How does that work? That doesn't make sense. It, I, I don't know. Maybe that's why they're shutting it off. Um, so it's, this thing is crucial to knowing if something's going to fall. And now there's no more tracking of it. Well, like my the un- biggest tracking thing is gone. My understanding is that this was made a long time ago. Like, this is literally ancient. It, no, this is from the 60s. Yeah, literally. 1960s. Literally ancient. Started in the 60s. That is the definition of ancient. Uh, and, and apparently it's not like a, um, you know, like a civilian based operation. It's part of the Air Force. It is. Yeah. So it's not. 53 expensive. years ago, the Air Force started it. Right. So it, they can shut it down. Nobody cares. Still nice. Dude. It's a fence, apparently. Scrapper's going to come and take it for its metal. It's history. I don't even know if it's worth that much. I wonder if I could take a piece. No, I don't think you can get down there in time. Hmm. Yeah. Who what, where, where is it located again? Uh, classified. Oh, of course it is. Classified. Did you hear about that, actually? It's not in the show notes, but I'll talk about it anyway. Talk about it right now. Yeah. Did you hear that Area 51 became publicly disclosed and known? They acknowledged that Area 51 existed. Well, you can wave to people. I, I see, you see you have There's your... a woman in my room, guys. I know. Of course there what is. What do I do? Matt, tell me what to do. Say hi. Stay hi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, you did it wrong. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, just so good. Is is that the same one that's always around? Uh-huh. Yeah, I figured. Yep. Yeah, well, your space fence won't be going too well in the future, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um. So. so Saturn is a gas giant, right? I believe it is. Yeah, and gas giants typically have really big storms every once in a while, right? I mean, Jupiter's got that one giant red one that's that, always going. That's always there, yeah. Yeah. So there was a particularly large storm on Saturn's surface recently, and they actually detected signs of ice water. Wow. And that's the first time that they have ever seen water on Saturn. You can see some of the pictures here that show a calm Saturn, and then the storm, and then Saturn after the storm, and the top part of the planet has been visually changed, and like the bands are in a different order now. And they're kind of swirled a little bit more. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. So, I got a great story for us before we leave this section. Really? Yeah. So, the NRA has sponsored a website promoting the use of lead ammunition. Now, so, I know you don't like shooting things, but many, many other people in this world, like me and Ian, both like to shoot things all the time. Um, why are you and bringing me into this? I'm br- you've been brought in, sorry. Um, oh, great. And we both know that it hurts our pocketbooks when we have to go buy steel shot when we hunt migratory birds and other things. Um, for the users who don't use steel shot, whatever that is, what is that? So I would um, imagine that it's things that you shoot out of your gun made of steel, Ryan. Uh, you you got to make sure... You shoot the... little steel BBs instead of steel... <laughs> See, uh-huh. the Samsung Barracuda hard drives from Seagate 
or right. steel lead shot. Yeah, I know what you mean. I've, I've done this thing, but uh, no, I use lead shot, purely lead. Do you know why? No. It's cheaper. Oh. It's it's easier to make. I can So I literally can put this on my grill in a frying pan, and I could cast my own lead stuff. Lead is so easy to mold. It's great, and it's you know everywhere. It's really easy to find scrap lead. Doesn't sound well, like this is a good thing. So people have complaining about, oh, you go shoot something and you go eat the lead BB, you're gonna die. As one tends to do. Or, oh no, I've been shot in the chest with a lead bullet. I'm not already dead. I'm gonna die tomorrow because of lead poisoning. But it's not actually it's more like bleeding out. Um, but, but at least it'll protect you from the radiation. Yeah, because lead is radioactive. Wh- no, it blocks it. Yes. What? <laughs> air gaps, man. Air gaps. Oh, the air gaps again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, so the studies show that there's like so many cases where it's fine to eat game that's been taken by lead because it's been done for the last 200 years because, uh, I've, I'm not died yet. And, um, I use lead shot because I don't, because in Minnesota, you only have to use it for hunting geese and migratory birds on waterlands. And that was because it was killing loons, not humans like ducks and loons and stuff that eat stuff at the bottom or something like that. Either way, lead shot is fine. So it says it. it says here specifically on this website, in the modern era, instances of lead poisoning are mainly attributed to the ingestion of highly soluble forms of lead in industrial products such as leaded paint, gasoline, and pesticides. Not these bullets. legacies these legacy forms of compounded industrial lead residues are still persistent in our environment and threatening both humans and animals. Now, conversely, if you have a lead bullet so to say, and you go and shoot it and you miss the deer and you hit it in some trees and then in 800 years the lead is still on the surface when the tree falls over something will eat it and then die. Okay, so I, I got some really high-powered triple-out buckshot and I started tripping trees with it. Like, uh, do you know how they do it in the movies? Like, and my dad threw threw some slugs in his and um, this was actually for my 8th grade science fair project where I started shooting slugs at trees and watching the How did the you get permission just, for this? Miss Crawley let me. My like I, I I got assigned the thing to do this for that. She's like, "Oh, well, you're using uh, that's an explosive sign here." I'm like, "Done." And I got to do that for my science fair project. Yeah, I, I had a sign on the dotted line to use power. Really? <laughs> yes. I think I had to sign two, one for Crap and and Ian had to crap. sign on the dotted line to use cats. Um, I had animal cruelty, and I don't think I had to sign anything. Yeah, I know. But, I'm no. just a troll. But it's funny. What was your experiment? By I death? was trying to figure out if um, cats prefer their left paw or their right paw. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Did you win for that? Um, yeah, I got I got quite a few things. That's what I thought. At the state level thing. Yeah. What, what were you doing? You had loops of some yeah, sort. Yeah, programming going. loops. Literally, programmingloops.net. Go now. And you, what, were you like pitting different languages against Yeah, it was other, just different what? languages. It was so stupid in retrospect. Okay. Mine was, I mean, in retrospect, I, uh, you know, I interpreted all of my data completely wrong. Yeah, I know. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. We're all scientists. Kids are dumb. You know, it, it, it turns out kids are dumb, and it turns out that when you program something and you display each line of output, like one, two, three, four, turns out that skews the results so bad. Yeah. Do you remember what happened, uh, you know, last January? No, tell like, me. Like, um... We planned our entire December going to judge these science fairs, and then oh, all of a right, sudden, right, right, right. eight o'clock, we're like, "Oh, we're supposed to be there at six thirty, huh?" So we, we promised them that we'd both be there because they're dying for judges. So at our regional, and by regional, I mean local science fair at Murray Junior High School, which is where we, which we, we policed the year before, I we mean, judged. Same thing. We we went to be judges there, and so we decided to sign up again for this year. Well, we um, can't tell what day of the week it is, and so we didn't go because we forgot. 
We pulled a Sam! Yeah, we, wow. we, pu- we pulled a Sam. <laughs> and I called her Jen. <laughs> I hated you for that. So, Matt didn't um, respond to Jen's email with a G. And so then, because I knew he wanted to go, I just used his email to send a message saying that he wanted to go. But instil- instead of saying Jen with a G, I wrote Jen with a J. And it's like, hi, Jen. I would love to be a part of the Murray Science Fair. <laughs> yeah, very sad. Yeah, but you didn't look bad because of it. Matt no, looked bad. No, no, and, and uh, plus I don't care. Yeah, exactly. But it is the best thing ever. Yeah, and I hear the next section is all yours. Yeah, Mr. you know, I, I do have some books. You know, it used to be a tradition here. What? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it used to be a tradition of of talking about books that had not come out yet. And that you haven't read or will ever read. Right, and so I'm going to do that right here. And so the, <laughs> the, the, what, here, let me give you the basis for what I'm telling you and why I'm telling you about this book. The cover looks nice. That's it. Is it the hand one? No, it's transcendental. It's the the first one oh, on the list. Oh, green. Well, what? it could be like a movie banner. Yeah, I, I like it. And do you see what Amazon does? It like makes it look like a book when you first get to that page. It just yeah, it kind of rotates it slightly. Yeah, it's and then rotates it back. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And then if you hover over it, it looks like the book will open. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then you can, if you click it, you'll see a thing. So this book is called Transcendental. It's by James Gunn. Now I don't think uh, it's come. I guess it did come out fairly recently. Uh, I don't know what day, because, you know, the Amazon doesn't want to tell me. Uh, August 27th, so, like, two weeks ago. Uh, I was looking at this book a few weeks ago, because I, I needed something to read. It sounds interesting. Uh, it's, it's some type of uh, interstellar setting, uh, and uh, there are a bunch of different ships. And the point of this book is it's similar to um, Hyperion, in that the people on the ship this guy is on tell him different stories. And so... Uh, I don't know if they're related, like Hyperion was, but uh, it it could be interesting. So it's kind of like the Canterbury Tales. So each character this guy interviews tells him a different story. Uh, so it sounded interesting. So I might I might read it. There was that was that good. Does that does that fulfill the the next one? Oh okay, I, I got another. <laughs> so if uh, we had an Audible sponsor, this is what I would plug on Audible. Um, the offer code I might add would have been what are you talking about? All one word uh, for one free credit for one free book. Mm-hmm. But so this book is called Existence. Uh, and it's by, this is by uh, David Brin. Uh, and so I bought this a few weeks ago. I needed a book because my mom and I were driving somewhere far away, like 20 miles, pretty far, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I needed something to listen to in the car. And so I bought this book. I, one of the reasons I bought it on Audible is I think it was 36 hours. So it's uh, pretty long for an Audible book, um, 896 pages in a book form. I have no idea what it's about. I listened to maybe three hours, and then I got bored. It, I, I couldn't deal with it. Hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't sound that good, does good it? plug. Yeah, you, well, you know. That's why I don't have a sponsor. I can I can tell you what I've been playing, or been reading. Oh, you read books? Because this is not the game show. <laughs> um, no, I, I've been reading um, the Song of Ice and Fire series. Oh, which game one? Of Thrones. Which book are you the, on? The first one, okay. Game of Thrones. Oh, I'm I'm not very far. I started it over the summer because I was like, I need you know something to do in between stations at camp, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, reading a book is much better than 
playing mobile games, so, so I started reading that. It's very, very good. Did you get it on, like, Playbooks or Amazon or... Yeah, Play, yep. yeah. So I... I the, the four-book set. Oh, yeah, so I got the four-book set, but in the paperback edition from Amazon. So one book was $10, and all four books were $20. What do you think the deal is there? Um, I, what do you mean? That's how bundles work. That's called being stupid and getting ripped off. That's what that is. Except that you got the bundle, so you didn't get ripped off. Well, I know, but I mean, I see all the other poor fools out there getting ripped off. Poor them. Yeah, well, I know, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. Uh, so I, I read like up to the point where the girl who was being mugged nightly started to hate the guy who was mugging her nightly. Nope. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, I don't really know because I, I, I lost the book. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it's somewhere Should at the U. It's somewhere at the U. I don't really care. Of course, at some point I'll start having to watch the show as well because yeah, yeah I I've heard, heard it was very, really very good show. Mm-hmm. Good things about the show. Uh, do we know if it's available at like anywhere? Um, I know. I mean, it's it's on Amazon Instant Video. Oh. Um, I think the the season each season costs like thirty some dollars. Oh or something well, like it's that. not really free then. Yeah, it's, it's well, I didn't say it was free. I, I said know. it was on Amazon Instant yeah, Video. Yeah, I, I assume that's free. No, I would have said Amazon Prime if I meant free. Good enough. But nobody would actually watch paid content. Right? So... No. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm what do you expect? It's on HBO. Yeah, I know. You have to, I, I you have know. To pay that. for that on top of cable anyway. Yeah, that's a travesty. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's all for the book section. What's next? Um, now we, uh, talk about images we've seen on the net in the last six months, the time since, uh, episode 20 of the universe. Does this have a date? <laughs> I don't know. Do these XKCDs have dates? I don't know. Uh, they do, but we'd have to care to find it. Hmm. So we can extrapolate from the fact that the current one is number 1260, um, and what was, what, what's the one that uh, we were 1189. talking about? 11, 1189. Um, three of these per week, so... We'll frame it. Let's see. Twelve sixty minus eleven eighty nine. Seventy one divided by three. Divided by three is like twenty three weeks. Yep. So I don't know what that means. Uh, there's like fifty four weeks in a year. Right. So this is uh, so six how months is it ago. Possible. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, there's a, this, is, this is episode twenty one. and The universe has been around for two years now. Yeah. And hmm. in, in, you know, hmm. in, in the time the universe has been here, for each episode of the universe, there, the Voyager one has left the solar system five times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this this comic that we have here is Voyager one. The number of times Voyager one has left the solar system, and apparently the count is at what twenty two? Is that right? Um. So if yeah. A group of five. So that's five. Another. That's ten. Another. It's uh. What do you say? Fifteen. Let's see. Uh. That's 20, 21, 20, 22 times. I was right. Congratulations. And of course, the the uh, alt text says, so far Voyager 1 has left the solar system by passing through the termination shock three times, the heliopause twice, and once each through the heliosheath, heliosphere, heliodrome, aural discontinuity, heaviside layer, trans-Neptunian panic zone, magneto-gap, U.S. Census Bureau... <laughs> Solar System Statistical Boundary, uh, Kuiper Gauntlet, Urt Void, and Crystal Sphere Holding the Fixed Stars. Wow. Yeah. I I get the feeling, since this is XKCD, that he gets more and more sarcastic as you get farther and farther in the alt text. I suspect that is true, Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm not surprised. 
I think it seems pretty accurate through and through. You know, but it's funny because I, I remember when the story came out in the news that, that the Voyager 1 has yet again passed the uh, Helio something or other. And it's like, really? Again? Because, you know, everybody makes a big deal about it, but we've been making a big deal about it here on the universe for every episode. So. We, th- th- that's our jobs. Right. I mean, I remember how much would you pay for the universe? One heliosphere <laughs> per episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, you remember. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> what, was the, who, what was that and who was that? That was Google I.O. Yeah, I know, I know. But who was that and what was that about? Oh, that was a guy who I have no idea who he was. <laughs> and he just comes off the stage and goes, remember. remember. <laughs> and we both reacted the same way. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I was there to share that moment with you. I'm glad, too. So, uh, I think we have a video next. Is that Yeah, right? the gravity trailer. Now, so... So if I click this and then I get to this page, what do I do? Oh, screw that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not doing that crap. Why? 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 Crowdfunding beacons will be annoying. Is it? Is it this? Is this no, it? Gravity official main trailer. Our efforts to communicate with is alien civilization continue to fail. Yeah. Well. No. No. Not that. That's one. not it. Well, but that's, that's what I get when one. I click it. Yeah. That's. You're playing the gravity trailer because I heard that. Uh, Our efforts to communicate. No, this doesn't work. Why? Why do you people have this in the show notes? Get it, that well, out of here. I skipped it. You should have skipped it too. It was. It had video bethuga jug at the end of it. You should have ignored the bethuga jug and called the whole thing shot. I will continue to do that. Yeah, from continue now on. to watch okay. the gravity. Well, Ryan, so play the one that's in the YouTube app. Yeah, I I will do that. So what this is is this is an upcoming movie of a movie called Gravity. Uh, I believe it has some notable actors of some sort in it, yep. and I think uh, it's coming out in early October. October 4th. Yes, and so we will uh, play this, although you might Which have to scoot what? over this way to see it. 29 days from now. I've seen it. I don't care. It's still- ah, my ears. Ah. Explore's been hit. Explore, do you read? Ah. Explore, over. Explore. Ah. Astronaut is ah. off structure. Dr. Stone is off structure. Ah. What do I do? Dr. Stone is hacked.
well, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's it sounds intense from this trailer. I'll uh, we'll have to see if it really is. Um, we'll read a review. I might go see it. Really? Yeah. Do you see Drop yet? No, because um, the, the, apparently all the theaters didn't have it. What? Only 20. 20 no, I made that up. No, I just didn't go. Oh, well, I figured that would have been more important than to see than Brave. You had to go see Brave opening weekend. It did. Of course, it's a did. Pixar movie. I heard uh, Disney co-starred that one. It doesn't matter. It's I'm a still troll. Pixar. I trolled you so hard that one time. Yeah. Anyway, what what else do we have here? I... Uh, well, we could talk about the one that we didn't play. Oh, well, no, why don't we, we try not doing that since I now removed it from the show notes? Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And as always, there's no big things happening this week, so... Uh, I mean, uh, what, 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 do, what do you know about all these uh, star storms? Uh, meteor showers, is that a thing? Do you know anything about those? I, I tried to watch the one that happened um, late August. Uh, was that... Uh, what was that? I forget what it was called. Perseids. That's what I thought. Perseid. Yes, that yeah. one. Oh, did did it work? Did you see it? Well, so there's no civilization heard, in Mars. I, I heard that it. Well, yeah. So I was in. I was actually near Cannon Falls at the time. Okay. I was at camp, and I heard that it was going to be uh, peaking from 10:30 at night until like four o'clock in the morning on like the Sunday evening. And so I took a bunch of fellow staff members out into the field and we laid down on our backs and looked up at the sky at, you know, 1030. And we saw maybe five of them by the time uh, 11 o'clock rolled around and we were all like, yeah, let's go to bed. Well, I don't blame you. I mean, that's good. Five. Like, were they bright enough to see, like, enough or not really? Yeah, I mean, like, but they, they went across the sky in, like, you know, half a second. It was just like, oh, okay, there goes one. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's not doesn't sound nearly as exciting as it could be. I mean, I've seen, I've personally witnessed five latrinos hit my eyes, and that's so much more fun than watching stupid mm-hmm. meteor showers. So, so have you ever heard about the story about the astronauts floating around in their shuttle and then suddenly seeing a bunch of crappy lights suddenly spam their eyes? Have you ever heard about this? No. Okay, well, so the idea was that uh, occasionally the neutrinos... Um, normally, uh, and by neutrinos, I mean some highly energized particle. I don't know what it necessarily What's was. Latrinos? Was it's not a latrino? Latrino? <laughs> no. La traino. 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 Latrino. And so the uh, astronauts would report occasionally that they saw flashing lights in their eyes. Nobody knew why until somebody figured out that it was highly energized particles hitting their retina display. Well, yeah. that's actually kind of terrifying. It is pretty terrifying. So it doesn't happen on Earth because often, uh, often because generally one of the five times <laughs> you're bigger. So usually the latrinos hit the atmosphere, the air in the atmosphere, and so it's diffused, and so it doesn't matter. But Matt is so large apparently that it, they mess with him specifically. And I, but I thought that I thought the neutrinos were so small that like no matter how dense the thing is that they're passing through, they pass through it like it really isn't there. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But apparently, if, if um, you had a piece of crystal, you could do it. Like if you had a crystal skull, went to South America, you could like harvest a bunch of them. I hmm. feel like we're talking about a Stargate. episode. I've never now. seen Stargate. It's a great episode. I've never seen Daniel Jackson's dad or anything or grandpa. Grandpa, never seen it. Never seen it. <laughs> Now, this is the point at which I quote something from the same episode, but I can't, so... Oh, I'll quote something from that episode. You're all muggers. Weren't you listening? Nintendos go through everything. I got nothing. Oh, that's uh, Jack O'Neill. He's hilarious. Okay. Yep, he is hilarious. Hmm. 
crying out hey, loud. Hey, speaking of Stargate, Matt, have you watched Stargate Universe? I've seen all of two seasons. Oh, good. What, 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 what are we I, I on now? I just finished it, like, the other day. Is like, it over? I, I can't stand the ending. Like, so, Eli stays out of the hyperbolic space chamber. Like, everyone else yeah. went into space sleep. And then, so I read the fan fiction about it. By the Why way, I lied. Why are you the fan fiction? <laughs> no, like, um... It? Like they're they're not ever gonna fix sci-fi is never gonna pick it up again. So I well I need to I know mean, does he knows? make it? Maybe Amazon will. <laughs> no, no, that won't happen. Probably not. But I mean, it was clear that they intentionally wrote that episode yeah. so that they could justify either coming back to the the show in a few years or I think they not ever holding... coming back to it ever. But like like you know how like Atlantis had like a few bridging episodes with um SG one mm-hmm. and like this one had a few mm-hmm. bridging with Atlantis. So the next Stargate series might be able to like sort say something of, about not it. Not really. Well they, I mean guess McKay starring. was there once. Yeah. Everyone loves McKay. And well no, but I but I'm saying what I'm saying is that doesn't really count as a, a crossover with Atlantis because like McKay wasn't on Atlantis. They also had O'Neill on a bunch of the episodes, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the, in the first episode, he's there knocking at the guy's door. It's hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they shoot him out in the space. Either way, um, I think that's all we got for this week. Well, and you know, we have to end, of course, as we always do, where can we find you on the internet? Um, okay, you well, can... You, you can uh, who wants to go first? I do. You can find me at my profile on... Um, profile? Profile okay. on day And uh, my uh, ID is uh, the scientist. In all seriousness, you can find me uh, at my blog, ianrbuck.blogspot.com, and on my Google Plus profile, and um, on Steam, I'm Wolf Revo. When are you going to get your own domain name? You know, I've been meaning to do that, but it's a lot of work. No, it's actually not, actually. Writing the blog is a lot harder. I can yeah, testify to that. so true. <laughs> Just go get the domain name well, and make everyone happy. Writing a blog happy. is what I'm doing right now, so I'm already doing a lot of work. Well, there you go. No, no, no time for domain names then. Nope. And of course, you can find me, Ryan Rampersad, just about everywhere, but especially on the Twitter, Ryan Amar, and of course, on the Google Plus, where I do not post at any time any science-related news because I do a tech show called At The Nexus every week on Fridays, uh, and it's a wonderful show. Uh, sounds like I should listen to it sometime. Yeah, you should really listen to it, and if only we had a sponsor. Yeah. I mean, Qualcomm stopped. Yeah, and Audible hates me now. It's too bad. Yeah. But uh, either way, have a good one. And uh, this is a good episode of the universe. Yeah. See you next week on uh, episode 45. Uh, um, I'm, I'm thinking we'll schedule it for September 5th of next year. Uh, not September 5th. How about... Um, how about... Well, what are you doing March 6th then? No, Thursday. no, no. We got to do a New Year's special. Oh, we have to... Re- okay, so yeah. I'm not doing anything December 31st. No, I don't want to do that. How about... Well, you'd be How about we just do it every time that there's a leap day? That would only be every five years. Four. Whatever. Five billion fails. <laughs> Either way, have a good one. Have a good one. Wait, you went that fast, Ian? No, there's somebody in the bathroom. Okay, because I was concerned of the impossibility of this. Yeah, especially with the amount of pee that I pee. I wouldn't know about that. Easy in, easy out. Sometimes uh, yeah. uh, I thought you said easy in. Well, you drink water really easily, it comes out. No, easy in. Mm. Easy out. <laughs> easy out. Mm. Mm-hmm.
<laughs> oh my gosh. So is this, is this really just like so? If it's not a secret ploy for Sidestamp, it's a secret ploy for Batman Down. 